This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Brought to you by BallyBet, a sports betting partner of your Cleveland Browns, now live in Ohio. And presented today by Avocados from Peru. Stop by the Avon Meyer location today until 3 and register to win a 2023 Ford Lightning electric truck. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. We send you out to Berea, where your defensive coordinator is up to the podium. Here's Jim Schwartz. Um, have guys that are, well, we have guys that are multi-dimensional, have multi-dimensional skills, and that gives us the ability to move guys around in different ways. And uh, we talked about that when we signed or we traded for Z. Um, you know, from the very beginning, that was that was an important part of his profile and. You know, having guys flexible, guys like that, allow you to, you know, sort of move pieces around. Jim, I know even mentioning that the sacks necessarily weren't there because of how quick the ball was coming out, to still get the pressures, especially Miles and Z, how valuable that ended up being, especially for those to come early. Yeah, I mean, the whole idea is, you know, get off the field on third down and keep the points down and things like that. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, if you're a power hitter, I'll use my tired baseball analogies, but if they're not giving you a pitch over the plate, hard to hit home run, right? And, um, you know, when, when the ball was coming out so quick, they really, the Bengals really couldn't get any, um, you know, um, any kind of development to their passing game. And that had just as much of an effect. And like I said, I was proud of the guys and the, the spirit that they played with. There was nobody getting frustrated. They were getting third and fourth down stops. And, um and, um, you know, keeping the score down and, you know, the things that we talked about. And, you know, the numbers will come. But, you know, the, the whole idea is to play to team football, to have some camaraderie, to play with some spirit. And I think, um, like I said, that was what I was most proud of. Easier to get guys to buy in on the selflessness when you have a talent like 95? Um, I don't know. Um, you know, I mean, I think that's, you know, that's – that's part of a coach's job. That's part of a player's job. You know, a coach needs to, to sell his plan and his vision, and he needs to come up with ways to put his players in the best positions. And then when you're doing that, then it's easier for players to buy in. But then players have to – players have a responsibility to buy in also. It's a two-way street. Um, I don't know that it, you know, has anything to do with, you know, a, a certain jersey number or anything else. It's just – High school football, pee wee football, NFL, college, you know, um, playing together and everybody operating as one, operating efficiently, communicating. And those things are probably below the radar when it comes to pe- people love to talk about the scheme and the chefs match and everything else. And, you know, I mean, that's important, but that, that's pretty far down on my list. 
the team to, to lead the league in some intangibles like effort and passion. Did you see enough of that in week one, and how does that translate into week two in another tough division? Yeah, week one's over with that. I don't know that, you know, I mean, week one, it was what it was, you know. I mean, I don't know you say you've seen enough of it. Um, you know, we have 17-game season, and hopefully we play more after that. So our job is to go out and do it every week and to be consistent. And, um, you know, I think we set a good standard for how we're going to play. And I think it, it wasn't just – it didn't just stand alone. I think, you know, if you saw some of our practices from training camp, you felt some of the same thing. And if you saw our preseason game, I, I hope – our preseason games, I hope you would see the same thing. Um, but, you know, it's just a start. Let's not um, let's not get ahead of ourselves. It's Pittsburgh, and this is a huge rivalry, an away game, a primetime game. Um, we'll keep the focus on that and, and not what happened last week. We want to carry over the effort and the toughness and the swag and the badassery and all those things that we talk about. But, um, you know, that game's over, and our challenge is to do it again this week because this is a, this is a big game for our team, for our franchise, for our city. Jim, um, Jim, Anthony Walker got hurt a year ago. He said he wasn't sure he'd make it back. So just how glad are you? What, what has he meant to, to the whole operation? Well, I mean, I think it speaks for itself that he's one of our captains. You know, I mean, he was, wasn't was um, part of the whole most of the season last year, was, wasn't part of most of the off-season program, you know, sp sporadic in training camp. But he found a way to make his presence felt. He's an experienced player. He's super smart. Um, understands situations. He's a really good communicator. Makes life easy for the other guys around him. Um, you know, I'm going to run out of time saying nice things about him. So, but he better practice good today. What type of problems or challenges does Kenny Pickett present your defense? Yeah, he's a guy that you know people talk about 50-50 balls, but you know, I don't I don't know they're necessarily 50-50 balls with him. He wins probably you know, 70-30 of them, and that's going to be a big challenge for our guys. Um, you know, I think our guys showed the confidence that they can play with on the outside part of the field against some pretty tough characters and, and Higgins and Chase. Um, every week it's a new challenge, and um, I, wouldn't just, I wouldn't just stop with, um, with Pickens. Um, Allen Robinson's an experienced player. Um, Fryer Muth, a big target for the quarterback. We have a lot of one-on-ones that we have to win. Um, and it's not just going to be, you know, just one player, one-on-one. We'll have zones. We'll have man. Um, but, you know, if we can have a performance like we had last week and we can, um, we can, we can be confident on the outside part of the field. Now, that, that being said, this is the NFL. They're going to make plays, right? Every week's, you know, I mean, these guys, these guys are really good and they're going to make plays. The thing that we're going to need to see, and we, we saw it the one, one time on um, Denzel when he got the P.I., Right, we bounced right back, stopped them right after that, and held them to a field goal on that one. Right, I think I think that's what it was, either that or the missed field goal. I can't remember, but um, you know, there's going to come times they're going to make you know great catches. That guy's made some insane catches, you know, and he's he's strong. He's he's got good a good frame. Um, that's going to be a great matchup for fans to watch on Monday night. The importance of tackling after the catch. Felt like Grant Delpit made a bunch of those, um, even on some third downs. How impressed were you with what Grant was able to do? Yeah, I've been watching Grant since college, watched pretty much his whole career. I thought that was probably the best game I've ever seen him play, including college. Um, you know, those, those safeties that can make everybody right, they can match up in man, 
did a great job with his disguise. You know, him and Rodney um, and even Hickman, they did a great job with their disguise, um, you know, and, and has the ability to play down low, can play in the deep part of the field. Um, you know, Grant Grant's off to a great start, and, um, you know, I'm excited for where he'll go this year if he keeps it up. But, again, one game doesn't make a season. We need to be consistent. We need to keep putting it on tape week after week. But I'm really proud to coach a guy like Grant. A lot has been made about your comment about not being everyone's cup of tea. We heard Jim Donovan on the broadcast say, I like tea, and Stefanski say, he's our cup of tea. How good is that for you? Does that kind of give you the no seatbelts mantra that um, you're preaching to the defense? And you know, how good does it feel to have that city and uh, the coaching staff behind you to kind of unlock? Really pay attention a lot to it. I'd say, I'd say this, like, um, I, I expect players to play with their personality. I don't want to coach robots on the field. I expect them to have personality, and, and every guy's different. We talked about AWOLK, and he's a little bit different than Miles, and we talked about Grant, and we talked about, you know, all these different guys. Everybody's got a little different personality, and you can't, like, force-feed everybody into those. I am what I am. Um, you know, I embrace it. You know, Sometimes I can ruffle some feathers. Sometimes I can be a little tough, but um, you know there's a there's a motive behind it. Um, I've seen a lot of stuff in the NFL, and I have a good idea of what um, you know we want to accomplish and what we want to um, exceed. And sometimes you got to be willing to um, ruffle a couple feathers to um, to get that out. Our job is to inspire and motivate our players, and um, there's a lot of different ways to do that. You know, sometimes it's a pat on the back. Sometimes it's a bite in the ass, you know. So, you know, I'm, I'm prepared to do whatever it takes to get our players ready to play and, and really to, like, let the chips fall. I really, you know, really don't care what's, what's said or written about me. A while back mentioned uh, the emphasis on within stopping the third down. Uh, you guys had 13 of them on Sunday. Even though we won, as you said, as passed, has there been a certain em emphasis that you've brought to this unit that ranked 17th and that last season and we're going to bring that up this season in the weeks to follow? Yeah, I mean, we put a lot of time in. Today, a lot of our stuff is going to be on third down. And, um, you know, we talk about job of the defense is keeping points down and, and turning the ball over. And um, one of the best ways to get off with no points is to get off the field on third down or fourth down stop. Fourth down stops turnover. Um, you know, turnover on down, set the offense up for a score, which we did in that game. Um, we'll keep our eye on those things, but you know, red zone stops. We didn't we didn't play any red zone snaps, but third down stops. Um, you know, that's extremely important to keeping um, keeping the points down and keeping your guys fresh. Uh, getting the ball back for the offense. Um, you know, we have a pretty good combination of rush cover and some blitz looks and things like that. Um, but again, last week is last week. You know, th this week we're starting off 0 for 0 for 0 on third down. There's no carryover. You know, maybe you stats people might, um, you know, feel like there's carryover or whatever. But, you know, this game's fresh. This game's new. We got to do the job this week as a big game on Monday night. And, you know, I, I know a little bit about this history from my three years here before. And, um, you know, this is, is a very important game for our defense, for our team, for our organization, and for our city. We got one more minute. defense has been in the past. Obviously, the Browns kind of get mixed up in that and you know, are kind of forgotten about. Do you feel like 
this Monday night game is a chance for your defense to stake a claim and you know, potentially being the best defense in the NFL. We don't worry about that. We're trying to be the best we can be on a particular Sunday. We'll let the chips fall where they may after that. You know, they have a great, great storied history of defense. We have a lot of respect for what they've done and, you know, and, and things like that. But uh, none of that is going to mean anything on Monday night. You know, it's going to be the two teams this year, these guys, you know. Let me know if Mean Joe and uh, Jack Lambert are playing because, you know, if we, if, we, if we need a plan for Franco Harris or Lynn Swan or John Stallworth or Franco or, or Terry Bradshaw, we'll get that ready. But those guys aren't playing. This is a new year. This is a new year. So what's happened in the past, that doesn't mean anything to this game. We have respect for them. We always respect our opponents, but we're going to accentuate us and what we do well and try to give our best performance and not worry about the rest of the league or what's happened in the past or, you know, what's going to happen 10 weeks down the road. Let's keep our eyes on uh, on, to the, on today and Monday night. All right, guys. All right, listen. Let's what, Whatever – when does he talk every – is it always this time? It's not, right? Normally it's like some other – it's like Thursday. No, normally last week it was Friday – at, or it was Thursday, but after practice. Yeah, it's usually at three. He likes to talk after because I, he needs to be. We need to, we need right. to talk to the like, people. Who are you going to talk to here? We need this. Like, come on. This is elite content. That's too good. Too it's good. too good. You can't. Too you good. cannot. By the way, welcome in to Cleveland Browns Daily. Merely build a great Z. Um, you I got mean, one minute. <laughs> I want all of that. I You got a, you yeah, got a, you got a, he's not walking through that door at the end of that, uh. which was pure joy. Um, that was great. That was great. So normally he's Thursday after practice. The first week he was, but maybe this is a change because this is a normal Thursday. So he could have been after. How can we? Today, but he's not. We need to alert him that that he is an audience favorite. That if there's anywhere for him to do a presser between well, one and three, it would be greatly appreciate appreciated. It. He just said though. They just asked him. They said, "Hey, like on the broadcast, Jim Donovan said he heard you like tea, and you're his cup of tea." And he goes, I appreciate it. Hope he feels better. I don't care what people say about him. Well, of course he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't know. That's all, you, you know, I think that was abundantly clear. Yeah. That was when correct. I, after I interviewed the whole him, thing, yeah. after, uh, I, right before I interviewed him for the very first time in this, in this studio, he had just had that press conference that he, like, crushed. Yeah. And everybody was going weren't Wasn't it, weren't, wasn't it on the show? I don't was think it, so. Because he came on the show. I, did. I was sitting there. So you were he, on vacation. He came on this show, though, once with us. Just with Nathan. You sure that wasn't like a video thing or something? Oh, no, because he sat in the studio and said, I have 10 minutes, and 28 minutes later, he walked out. was still rolling. Yeah. <laughs> but I said to him, to start that thing off, I was like, I was like, it's a great press conference. I'm like, you won the press conference. Goes, I don't care about winning press conference. I'm here to win football games. I was like, all right, <laughs> here we go. Okay. That's what you want. That's I'll tell you this. His um, there we go. See, that's a nice green. That's what I like to that's see. That's what I like to see. There is some. There is a developing story here in the building. Yeah, we have never in all of these years have we ever seen the type of salute that we have gotten now twice from Senior Swag. I know. Um, I know. It is not typically a salute that is associated with the idea of us being number one. So, 
I don't know where this is coming from, but we just got a big L luminary, big point. Really excited. Big to point. See very us. excited. So that was very, that was great. You love to see that, but something's going on with swag that is, I, I don't know. I don't, I, do we have a reason to be concerned? <laughs> I just, I, on our group text, I said middle finger swag gate, hot topic on CBD. It's a real, <laughs> I, it's a real point of concern. I'm a little, a little taken, nervous taken back it. by it. Yeah. I think he's lied. I just think he's locked in. It's Steelers week. Can't even think about anything else. Yeah. It's not to us. It's like to the world. Like oh, like to the everybody. world. Everybody. Yeah. Okay, yeah. To the we world. We were just okay. in a way. I think if we went right. like this, like. Yeah. Then it, it goes would, right by It us. went right through. Because from a big L, it was. Yeah. It seemed to be very excited to see us. Absolutely. On a Football Friday edition. What was I, the point I was going to make about Schwartz. It's not just the fact that the scheme marries the talent. It is the attitude. It's it's Miles Garrett doing a crossover. It's it is a This is a chesty unit. Let me tell you something. There is a philosopher named Mike Damone. And you know what he told when his buddy was trying to. Old reference, lost on young listeners. He's trying to, you know. Mike Damone. He's trying to woo a young lady. He said, it's the attitude, right? The attitude. I didn't know I can't, Mike, I can't Mike follow DeMone that up. Was, was Macho that. Man Randy Savage. The attitude. He almost, that's what he says, the attitude. <laughs> and the mustache. Ooh, it's come, can almost press it in. can almost press it in. It's the Mike, attitude, right? Mike Damone. What are you? The matcha, the attitude. Yeah, that's what you need, Brad. A little bit of that going. Uh, so that'll be good. Uh, his his defense, man. You you saw what uh, San Francisco did to Pittsburgh up front, and and you feel like you're on their level or close to it. Certainly, you're 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 above their level on the perimeter, even though they have Bosa. You have two like that. They're a little bit better, maybe in the middle of it. But either way, the the get home ability ought to be there. Yes, get home ability should be there. Have we heard definitively? Look at Fila. Everybody else there is it thrilled. Is pure joy. Come Pierce on, CS. baby. It's a Fist totally bumps. different look with him. With the with this I want haircut. him back and wild. I want him looking like John C. Riley when he's that late night professor. That's what I want. I want that back. Um, yeah. No, we should be able to get there. Have we heard definitively anyone anyone if they're making a switch at left tackle? Have they have they seen enough? I haven't seen any of Dan Moore Jr.'s Broderick Jones, their first round pick, going to get to make his debut against Miles. Feels like probably not. Probably not. Wait a week. I don't know what their schedule is beyond that. But Doesn't matter. I, I, I wouldn't want to think I would want to do One that. game at a time. Yeah. Um, all right. Before we, uh, before we get out of here on this first segment, lots to get to here on the program, including the scores, which will come later. We're presented by Avocados from Peru today. Stop by Meyer in. Is this one? This one's in. I believe this is in Avon, right? It's in Avon. Okay. Because. Okay, so stop by the Meyer in Avon between now and 3 to register for your chance to win a 2023 Ford Lightning electric truck. Uno! Games win prizes, meet Browns legend Kevin Mack. That's from 2 to 3 today. Um, Huge B. You, it's, you, you just got it sometimes. Huge B. Small well, now U. that I know, now that I know that there's potential for this, you're on, I, I'm you're on, on alert. I'm on, I'm, on, I'm on high alert. See, like Papa Burgundy, that wouldn't have happened a second no. time because no. he would have known. He would have known. Then he would have read it. Huge B, little U. Sad. Little U, Uno. Hate to Sad. see it. Hate Hate to see see it. it. Um, by the way, one of, my, one, of the, one of the funniest, for some reason I was thinking about this because I use it to describe the Buckeye offense when they play bad teams. You know what? Uh, after Burgundy drops that in the teleprompter and then he comes off and then Ed comes out and he goes, he goes, Ron, Ron I, I got to fire you. And, and Burgundy goes, bing, bong, bong, I hope, or bing, bong, bong, Ed, I hope I'm going to fire you. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> That's how I used to, like when the Buckeye offense plays like Western Kentucky, I want it to be bing, bong, bong. Yeah, bing, bong, bong. That's how I want it to go. I'm going to fire you. I'm going to fire you, Ed. Um, 
All right, uh, we have practice today and tomorrow, continuing to prep for Pittsburgh. Uh, we've got a lot to get to. A little fun on the program as well. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, sports betting partner, your Cleveland Browns, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio, and presented today by Avocados from Peru. Stop by the Avon Meyer location today until 3 and register to win a 2023 Ford Lightning electric truck and meet Browns legend Kevin Mack on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Elk and Elk Serious Lawyers, Serious Injuries, call 1-800-ELK-OHIO for a free case review. Elk and Elk's proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. Browns with a practice today and tomorrow. In fact, today as I was walking into the building, uh, a referee was walking in right in front of me to uh, probably do a little, little practice. refereeing yeah. of the practice. So that was going on today. Um, the Browns are working out veteran safety Eric Harris per Tom, Tom Pellicero. Um, Juan Thornhill's health, uh, where are we with that? Much better than we were a week ago, and I think there is some optimism that by Monday night he could be ready to go. That would be great. Wouldn't it? be just great <laughs> to just see him play. It would be a real treat. It would be a real treat. By the way, oh, you're baby. welcome last night. You're welcome. <laughs> all we do. do for you. Just That's all we do. Put kids through college. That's all right. we do. That's all we do. All right, I got a couple of things. By the way, that. the initial, if you, I hope that this was one that people got in on early on. Yeah. Because the initial... Yep. When I when we did guess the the lines yep. on Wednesday, first Friday. Yep. It was five and a half. That's right. You're welcome. You're Thursday. welcome. Thursday. There you go. Just stacking, stacking them. What are you? What is that? That's because Thursdays are inverted. Because they're inverted. And that's a winning. Well, what's sound. that that noise? Oh, I see. That's, that's like a, a, like in one of those Vegas yeah. money counting yeah, machines. Exactly. Yeah, yeah like that. spitting out bills. Spitting them out, yeah. Um, all right, I got a couple of things to discuss with you on that game. <laughs> I don't even – okay, I can't see him, but I could, still know. I could feel him wanting to say something mean about me. Yeah, and then even it, through glass. Through glass, and by the time I turned around, it was clear that's what had happened, and he had already backed away, and his face was red. <laughs> I don't know why he didn't say anything. Maybe he couldn't get his mic to work. <laughs> he tried. <laughs> I feel like that's not, not, didn't know if his mic that was That feels like the most likely. Does your bike work? <laughs> All right, just shaking his head though. I'd love to. <laughs> He's down in the dumps. I'm gonna have to wait. What's going on? Do we need to do a little gibbe therapy? No, no, no therapy. Just shaking his head. It's beleaguered. He's like red. Look at him back. He's red faced and beleaguered. Look, and at he's that. on cam. He is He's on, on cam. cam. Good. Oh, this is a good shot. It's a great shot. A good right shot. There. Just peering over. <laughs> Look you. at him. Oh, gibbe. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> two things, two oh, things I want to discuss with gum. you in the game last night. So the fumble out of the end zone play is a, it's, go ahead, go ahead. Get rid of it. So stupid. The worst rule. It's so stupid. It's so dumb. Yeah, it's so stupid. It's so, so dumb. If I fumble at the two yard line and it goes out just in front of the pylon, mm -hmm. I get the ball at the spot of the fumble because you can't fumble at four as an offense right. at the two yard line. Correct. If I fumble at the two-yard line, it somehow goes inside the pylon and then yeah. goes out. I don't get it at the two-yard line. Now, they get it at the 20. They get it at the 20. <laughs> and we it's all know crazy. Hollywood Higgins, that's still, for Browns fans, that's uh -huh. that's for what? I mean, quite frankly, a legitimate case should could be made that we should be the 2020 Super Bowl champions. Valid. 
True. It's an absurd rule. It's crazy. I don't get it. It makes no sense. I wonder sense. how it came. Where did it? Where did it come from? Like, what? Where? What made them say, "Yeah, this is how we're going to handle this"? I have no idea. They need to fix it. They need to. It, it, that's why. Such it's a just stupid common rule. Set. Right. He fumbled it. It should just be where, at the spot he fumbled it. They didn't yeah. recover it. No, no one recovered it. Nobody recovered it. It was out of bounds. Out of bounds. It's absurd. An absurd, absurd rule. Um, yeah, that's number one. It brought up some of the crazy rules and, and things as I was scrolling through Twitter and the great Amy Trask, mm-hmm. who was the first female executive in the National Football League for Al Davis, yep. the Lady of Darkness. She posted a picture, and I didn't even remember this, from 2009. I posted a, a video, I'm sorry, from 2009. Was that have been Jamarcus Russell in 2009? Was that around his era? Brief as it was? He was in the same draft as Brady Quinn. So okay. like oh seven, right? Oh seven with Joe. Oh seven. Yeah. Oh seven draft. All right, so so possible then that in by uh, by oh nine he might have been gone. Anyway, looked yeah. like Jamarcus in the very No, probably watching. was still there. He, okay. it, it was a short run, but it was probably still there three years in. He throws a touchdown mm-hmm. to Lewis Murphy. Okay. Who catches it, goes to the ground, gets up. Everybody's signaling touchdown, and he throws the ball on the ground to go do a Lambo leap in Oakland. Yep. And they call it incomplete because he didn't finish the catch. Oh, God, remember that era where you had to finish the catch? Do you remember that? Do you remember the one Calvin Johnson yeah, kind of put the Johnson ball down one, to put brace it himself? On the ground. Yeah. Yeah. So they, people called the Calvin Johnson rule, and she was like, actually, this is the Lewis Murphy rule because this was the most absurd thing that's ever happened. The end. Yeah. The I end. mean, he caught it. And threw the ball down to go celebrate. Yeah. And they said they called it. And, like, it was a full. Full action. Well after he'd caught the ball. Right. Yeah. Okay. So So that. Get this stuff right. That's got to be made right. Real quick on that. And I, as I say this, I acknowledge that I am certain that the ball was inside the pylon and fumbled out of the end zone. Yes. I did not see one replay that showed that conclusively. There was nothing from straight above the pylon. You there think was, the one that was kind of no, in the air? No, it, it was here. It was. But it, it looked, there's no question it was – I believe that it was where sure, it needed to be. Sure. But in terms of, right, to me, like, like a like ball it. going directly inside of pylon, there was never an above angle. Mm-hmm. How do they not have cameras in the pylon? Or how do they not have a camera right above there so that that type of stuff – This again, it was – it went through the end zone. I acknowledge that physics, that that's what it was going to go. It's just done. But it just was not. There was nothing on replay that I was like, 100%, this gotcha. is inside. That's nitpicking. The bigger problem, obviously, is the uh, is the rule. Is the, call. the rule is just absurd. All right. One, a couple other things on this. Sure. You called for this yesterday on the show with DeAndre Swift. I sure did. We're on a little what bit of a fantasy it, heater, What is way. it with his – what is it that makes people think that that's not who he is? I have no idea. I it's think that's so who crazy. he is. So do I. But do it's I like, think he is? It's who he was at Georgia. Like, I don't understand Come why he of- was in a, dob sh- in a job share in Detroit. I don't understand why you were giving carries to Gainwell last week. Just And I don't have any fantasy interest in the guy. He's not on any team I have. Nothing. He should it's be- just, he's a good player. When, he's in the, when he plays and gets carries, he performs. What's the problem? Is he like Wentz and he's a bad dude? Nobody likes him? I, I, don't, I don't think so. It. I've never heard anything bad about him. I think that he, why you know, it, why he, don't, he why got he get injured. He was oft injured in Detroit. Yeah. And so maybe that there's concerns that he's not a workhorse. But the vision, the accelerate, like 
they are. There is no doubt in my mind they're a better offense with him on the field than they are with him off of it. I mean, it's not even close. Yeah. Some of those runs were sensational. And I feel, as somebody who had DeAndre Swift, and now it still worked out over 170 yards and a touchdown, <laughs> should have had three. It is like you could see the frustration on the second one when he realized he was down and like a half inch short because he's never going to get the ball again. Like they go into that formation and it is unstoppable. It is an unstoppable play. I hope they get rid of it. I have no problem with quarterback sneaks in general. I think the fact that you're making now this like tight little diamond and you're getting this. It's a rugby play. It's not a football play. It's a scrum. Yeah, it's a it's a rugby play, which a sneak in a way kind of is, but you should not be able to the pushing to catapult a human. Right. Okay, so that was the next thing I wanted to discuss. Good. the The other thing I want to discuss from this is: Does Jalen Hurts hogging touchdowns annoy his teammates? Yes, I think so too. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. I mean, DeAndre Swift when he went down at the one inch line on the second one was visibly upset, and then he went to the back and knew he like it's like I just ran us all the way down the yep. field here. Yep. And from their standpoint, like, I get it. Like, it's unstoppable. Yeah, <laughs> so, correct. Yeah. Like, right. Why would we want to turn around and hand the ball off to somebody five yards behind we'll the line of scrimmage and... when we just, it's as yeah. good as being, yeah. it's as good as you scoring DeAndre Swift. You won't get the credit for it. Your fantasy owners won't, but it's, you basically scored for us because now that's a touchdown. I mean, they basically play now, they, they start every possession first and nine. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The way it's being done. So, you also saw the interaction with A.J. Brown. So that, that was more concerning to me. Okay, but I think this is all linked. Okay, okay. I think it's all linked. I think the hogging of the touchdowns is linked. Well, he's not calling the plays. I understand that. But I also think that they're not – it's early, but they're, they're not, not elite in yeah. the pass game no. by any damn stretch. And he is so quick to scramble yes. and to get out – over 17 games. I mean, this is one of the teams that you look at the NFC and you go, yeah, one of this, they could be in the Super Bowl. They weren't it last year. Of course. But the amount of running that he makes horizontally to get vertical is extreme. Yeah. And I do wonder if it's like, is this what we're going to be? Like, is this, this who we are, right? Everybody ate last year. Now everybody wants to eat a little bit more. I don't know. I'm not as – they they barely – so a push, depending on when you got it, it was five and a half, six, whatever – push barely covering against new england they've been good but i don't they they're definitely not clicking and i do wonder if there's a little bit of discontent there i think there's a little trouble in, i i definitely Maybe a little there was just some, a touch i definitely thought there was some trouble in paradise there i mean for sure given you know aj brown's reaction i would also say like not a gr and i don't like this phrase so i won't use it i'm gonna see if i can rephrase this it does not strike me as an ideal way to conduct oneself when you're visibly complaining about getting the ball when your team's winning at that point fairly handily. No, of course not. But at the same time, like uh, much of this stuff monetarily is tied to bonuses, which are based on touchdowns and catches and yards. And, and I don't know what's in his contract. Who knows? And they tried to get him the ball after they that. They did. They and... hit him for one, and they just had a, had a holding thing. Yeah. Uh, they don't look, first two games out, they don't look lights outy. They were better handing the ball off to DeAndre Swift than they were doing they were. anything else last night. Yeah. Now they were able to hit the one, two shot plays to Devontae Smith, who I think is a stud. They're not really even getting Goddard going, even though they throw him the ball a lot. They should be, I honestly, they should use Goddard the exact same way that Minnesota uses Hawkinson. I don't understand yeah. why they don't. I mean, he's got those skills. And he's actually kind of even physically a little bit bigger. Um, yeah. I know they were a little bit banged up on their, on their uh, defense in this one. 
Cousins is good, man. If they don't turn the ball over, they're two weeks in a row. They're good, and, and I know I'm sure you've seen the stuff that was said to Madison on his DMs. Oh yeah, like come on, people. People are morons. Be, people be, are the worst. Be better. They're the worst. Unex- completely. They were Minnesota was seven and zero in one score games a year ago. Zero and two so far this year. Well, yeah, it's, a, called, re- it's called regression. Yeah, to the mean. Last thing on the game last night. Justin Jefferson is unguardable. Unguardable. He catches every. He went. They threw it to him thirteen times. He caught eleven. That's right. For just under one sixty, he is unguardable. If it's near him, he catches it. For someone who it doesn't have like, usually when you think of the most dominant receivers that we've had in in recent years, usually you, it's a Moss Calvin Johnson body type. Like it's a six four. Julio Jones had sure. that for a while where it was just this big physicality or it's like Tyree kill and he's shot out of a can. He just faster than everybody else. Like he's just Justin Jefferson is just like a professional wide receiver. He's just the best. And he's just the best. Yeah. He's crazy. Yeah. He's really good. It's fun to watch. I'm curious at the, uh, the value of the chain that got obviously yanked off in the middle of the game. Did he then throw What's to your the number on that? That you, th- what, what, what's the first Five number figures. that come in your, come Five in your figures. head? Twenty five thousand. That's why I was going to go twenty five k. To me, it felt like twenty five k. I mean, he picked up. It looked hefty. Whatever he it was, picked up it was heavy real. enough that he could throw it from the hash to the side to the sideline. Right. So there's a lot of weight to it at that point. Now the question is, how's it made? Are yeah. the jewels intact? Did any come out? I would be nervous to throw it. Well, for sure. But I were. But you know, it's amazing. He has, it, doesn't have it, his contract. It, what's yet. wild though is to play in that. Right. Who was the one who got in trouble? Who they, they Crabtree? They Crabtree. They snatched it. Was Wasn't it that a keep to leave? Was it a keep to? No, it was a keep to leave. Yeah, he just took it, snatched it, snatched it. Good game. luck getting it back from him. <laughs> Not, if the reputation is correct, never lost. Uh, no, never lost. Kirk Cousins, impressive. I'm starting a campaign right now. Yeah, you want to join me in this? I don't know. I'll wait till you hear what it is. Well, actually, I don't like the campaign. Never mind. I take it back. But this, I think, is something we need to be concerned about. I'll, I'll phrase it that way. All right. Not a campaign. Not advocating for it, but I think something, I got my pen out. something to be concerned about. They're 0-2. Mm-hmm. They're not, the Vikings are not a serious contender. No. Fair. At what point does Quasi, who probably is thinking about this in a very oh, I know where you're wise and, and big-picture way, say, okay, it's not going our way. It's not going to happen this year. Yep. We we got to tank. Mm-hmm. We are way too good to tank with Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is a top 12 quarterback in the mm-hmm. NFL. Let's send him to the Jets. All right. Here are the only hiccups here, right? Number one, the Jets can't trade this year's first or second because they're already accounted for for Green Bay. Don't you think they could be like some type of a wink, wink, whatever, nod, nod, a future considerations? I don't know, right? Like they, they, they should be able to trade that pick. Of course, they should be able. To, it's going to be the second round pick. They should be able to trade their you one. Should at very at the minimum be able to say we will trade you our first or our second, whichever pick is whichever is available is available. Yeah. Okay, here's the here's the bigger reason why. It, I mean, that's a reason. They have the money why because of what Rodgers did with the cap space this year. Right. Here's that's the number one reason it won't happen because I just don't think it can per NFL rules. The number two is eighteen. Eighteen ain't going to want to deal with whoever the backup is. Justin Jefferson's not out there running routes for somebody who isn't Kirk Cousins in a contract year. I don't even know who it is. Is it is it Nick Mullins? If you say so. Quasi's got – Yeah, but you it, gotta, it, it makes sense. 
But they, like you they, say, hey, we're they've got get the you. best possession player we're, in the, the in the league, the best offensive position player in the league, and you cannot have him running routes for somebody who's not accurate. It is Nick Mullins. Mullins, yeah. There's no way. There's no way. If you're crazy, you got to well, you sign keep, him before you, you do. You that. have to keep him. Ha- you could do that. You sign him, him before you do extension. It. Do it before you Send do it. it, and you say, look, well, now we're going to go draft, do or this. this becomes a real attractive parachute position. I think the people the, want to come play with the him. third reason it won't happen is is the NFC, like they won't they're not really out of it until they're you know you pick up the tenth loss, probably true in the NFC, but yeah they are they the Jets could do something I they cannot go with Zach Wilson from here on out there's just no way no there's no way all right we will uh, we will Kobe do, Brissett is the answer you know what is the most several people have said that reasonable I, I, you answer. said it right away. Uh, I heard Mina Kime say that on ESPN. I've heard a lot of people say that's the way to do it, is to go that that he's the one, that people don't realize. He's a two-to-one touchdown interception. Scoop him up. He won't lose you he games. He won't lose you game. You'll be plenty good yes. to get through uh, the season and make a run at the postseason. Uh, Browns fans, Avocados from Peru will be at the Avon Meyer today, 1-3. to three. Stop by to enter the Ultimate Football Sweepstakes, your chance to win a 2023 Ford Lightning electric truck. Play games, win prizes, meets Kevin Mack, of course, as well. For more information, visit the Cleveland Browns Facebook page, and you will find it there. We'll do a little R defense versus the Steelers offense matchup coming up next. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Ballybet, now live in Ohio, and presented today by Avocados from Peru. Stop by the Avon Meyer location today until 3 and register to win a 2023 Ford Lightning electric truck and meet Browns legend Kevin Mack on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Does your furry friend have what it takes to beat out the competition and enter the dog race sweepstakes presented by Milkbone for a chance to have your pup compete in the annual halftime dog races? Visit clevelandbrowns.com slash contest to enter and check out more from Milkbone at your local grocer or pet supply store. Time for a look at our defense versus the Steelers offense. For the matchup, we go to Dr. Z. All right, kids. Browns D. Can you say suffocating? Can you say stifling? Can you say dominant? Yes. That's what they were. Week one, Browns defense gives up three points. They give up 142 yards of offense, 67 net passing yards. They hold the Bengals to two of 15 on third down, 0 of 1 on fourth down. They never even let them in the red zone. If they had a molto bene read, never got to say it in week one on the Bengals radio network. Sad. We did many times. This is a very good defense. Zadarius Smith, Miles Garrett, Dalvin Tomlinson, Shelby Harris. Hopefully he is good to go. Obo Okoronkwo got his first sack as a member of the Browns. You know, has six sacks in his last eight games in the National Football League. We will be pressure-oriented up front. The matchup, 
not great for their offensive line. They have one new starter, Isaac Sayamalo, and he was the big signing from Philly. Last year, only gave up one sack, gave two pressures week one. Dan Moore Jr., the left tackle, fourth-round pick in 2021, he gave up a sack and nine pressures week one. Last year, he gave up seven sacks and 39 pressures. Their right tackle, Chakwuma Okorafor. Okorafor, there it is. Chakwuma Okorafor. Gave up 41 pressures last year and three sacks. 41 pressures the most on the team. And then they've got James Daniels at guard, Warren, Ohio product, as well as Mason Cole at center. I think that the Browns can overwhelm this offensive line, and I think that that's what they will look to do up front. When they're throwing the football, Kenny Pickett is the signal caller. Last year, 63% completion, 7 touchdowns, 9 interceptions, 6.2 yards per attempt, and a 76 rating. Week 1, 31 of 46, 67% for only 232 yards, 5 yards per attempt, 1 touchdown, 2 interceptions. He was sacked 5 times, had a rating of 68.4. In fact, they had five three and outs to start that game. They're going to have to do this without their leading receiver in each of the last two seasons, Deontay Johnson, but they still are dangerous. George Pickens, last year, 52 catches, 801 yards, four touchdowns, 15.4 yards per catch. Week one, five catches, 36 yards, long reception of only nine yards. They also have the veteran Allen Robinson, a former pro bowler in 2015. He had three 1,000-yard seasons. He actually led the team with eight targets, five catches, and 64 yards in week one. Now, he has not been over 450 yards receiving since 2021. I'm sorry, since 2020. That was his last 1,000-yard season. The last two after that, 21 and 22, very little production. They've got a very good tight end, Pat Fryermuth. He had a touchdown in week one. Uh, last year against the Browns, he had 11 catches for 170 yards and a touchdown in those games. Um, good player coming off a career year where he had 63 catches, 732 yards, and two scores this is not an explosive offense by any stretch of the imagination and i've left out the one guy that i'm talking about in a second not the most explosive offense but it is a very talented offense very talented offense because of those guys that skill pickens robinson frymouth and then they've got Najee harris Najee Harris, week one, only six carries, 31 yards. They had the fewest rushing attempts in the NFL in week one to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Last year, though, 1,034 yards, under four yards a carry, seven touchdowns, 41 catches, 229 yards, another three touchdowns. He's produced at least 10 total touchdowns in each of his first two seasons uh, and over 1,000 total yards in each of his first two seasons, right around 1,400 total yards and 10 touchdowns, what he averages per year. As he goes against the Cleveland Browns, so do the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's how they go against the Cleveland Browns. Najee Harris has a rushing touchdown in all four career games against the Browns. He had a career-high 188 yards rushing against the Browns at the end of the 21 season. He's got 80-plus on a touchdown in three of the four games against the Browns. They are 3-0 and in those games. When he's held under 80 yards rushing, the Browns have defeated him. That was 37 yards uh, that he had. I'm, I'm sorry, 56 yards that he had in week three of last year against the Browns. So you look at it, his 188 rushing yards against the Browns, that was his career high. His 37-yard touchdown run against the Browns in that very same game, that was his career long. He's the first Steeler to ever have 1,000 yards in each of his first two seasons. They will get him going, I would imagine. But right now, you listen to the talk out of Pittsburgh, nobody's happy. They're not happy with Matt Canada. Since he's taken over as the offensive coordinator in 2021, They're averaging 18.8 points per game. That is 27th in the NFL. 4.9 yards per play, 31st in the NFL. 6.2 yards per pass attempt, 31st 
in the NFL. So this is not a team that has been great. No. On the offensive side of the ball. They have been very good on the defensive side of the ball. I think this is a game the Browns defense can come out and dominate again. I like it. I like where your head's at. That's what it is, man. That's what it is. You got to be able to go out, get pressure on him. Kenny Pickett, by the way, did you know this? Tell me. Guess the stats. What's his highest quarterback rating in a single game in his whole career? Did he have one at 90? 90.9 at Atlanta in 2022. No games. Take a bow. No games with a 100 quarterback rating at all. That's what I can say. Like, I didn't understand all offs. Like, was this just about what he was in the preseason? That's it? We're judging? We're expecting this greatness out of him based on what he was in the preseason? There was nothing special about his play last year. Nothing. Now, he had some clutch moments. Clutch, yeah. I'll, you tip your hat on that. He had some clutch moments. But there was nothing that you were like, well, that's why they're winning. No, he wasn't even over 200 yards in a lot of those games. He'd have a drive at the end of the game where he was able to put it together. But for the most part, this is not a team that's thrown the ball particularly well. They were last in the NFL in passing touchdowns a year ago. They had uh, one passing touchdown in this very first game, which was the end of the first half, that little short one to Fryermuth, a three-yarder. That's it. No, this is not a great offense. Um, this is not a talented – it's not for a lack of talent. I, I don't think their scheme is great. You look at – they had you know only play action on 5.9%. I think a lot of that has to do with game flow. Chasing, Last week, yeah. they're chasing, so play action really doesn't have a ton to do with it. They will use motion, but they allow a lot of pressure, and their quarterback is not the most mobile and does not have the strongest arm. I, I feel like the Browns are definitely the better team here, and they just need to go out there and be that. Yeah, it's like – if it doesn't go our way, it's a bunch of strange things happened because you did the offense. We did our offense versus their yep. defense. The loss of Cam Hayward is an massive. enormously massive loss. Like massive. The difference between he's there and when he's not in a run game perspective, it's it's just otherworldly. So if yeah. he's not there, Deontay Johnson not there on the outside makes that part of it easier. And yes. what they are up front, or rather what they are not up front, plays in perfectly to the fact that we have one of the best defensive lines in all of football. Look what San Francisco yes. did yes. a week ago. You're exactly right. It's the same operation. Same operation. Like you can play Renegade. You can do all that stuff. But in the end, it's it's the guys between the lines. It's talent, baby. Yeah. It's talent. It's the Jimmys and Joes, and we got really good ones. We got great ones. Be- beautiful ones. Beautiful. So there you go. There's your matchup, the Browns defense. Versus that Steelers offense, and of course presented today by Avocados from Peru. Stop by the Avon Meyer location today until 3 to register win that 2023 Ford Lightning electric truck. Chris Rose will join us coming up next. You'll listen to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Ballybet. Sports betting partner, your Cleveland Browns, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Ballybet, now live in Ohio, and presented today by Avocados from Peru. Stop by the Avon Meyer location today until 3 and register to win a 2023 Ford Lightning electric truck and meet Browns legend Kevin Mack on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
Over the last 90 years, family-owned and operated Rumpke Waste Recycling has grown to become one of the largest waste and recycling companies in the United States. Proud to be recycler of choice for the city of Cleveland. Visit Rumpke.com to learn more. As we head out on the Twisted Tea Hotline, official sponsor of your Cleveland Browns, keep it twisted. Cleveland is Browns interim play-by-play announcer and NFL Network host Chris Rose joining us on the Twisted yes. Tea Hotline. Um, let's We're going to have a lot of fun along the way, but obviously these these are emotional times for everybody, and certainly with the radio network, uh, we, we saw the emotional um, words from Jim Donovan. We've, we've seen it from our team. Chris, just from your perspective, how this came about and and the job of, of filling in for the great Jim Donovan. Uh, first of all, guys, thanks for having me. Um, so I'm going to be honest with you. I wish I wasn't doing this because it would mean that Jim was healthy and well enough to be in there, and we all hope that that's, that happens really soon. I mean, listen, I've been a Browns fan my entire life, ever since I was five years old. And in the early to mid-80s, I used to sit with my older brother, Pete, and we used to, like, practice calling Browns games. We loved listening to the legendary Nev Chandler call the Browns games on the radio. And during that time in the 80s, when we won five division titles, like, that's the voice of my childhood. I know how important Jim is to not only the Browns community, but the city of Cleveland, and the biggest compliment I've said this several times. The biggest compliment I can pay him is that people have no idea that he's not from Cleveland, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you think you hear the name Jim Donovan, you hear him do his job, and you're like, oh, where'd he grow up? East side, west side? No, <laughs> he's not from here. And um, that's the biggest tip of the cap I can give to him. I wish, like I said, I mean, I'm, I, I'm really appreciative of the Browns thinking of me during this time because somebody has to do it. Right. Um, but it's, it's not what any of us want. And I'm, I'm in that boat. Like I don't want to be doing this because it means that Jim can't be there for all the wrong reasons. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm preparing the best I can. I'm looking forward to working with Nathan and Gerard and the entire team. Uh, but I, you know, it's it's a strange situation from that standpoint. Yeah. It's something that I always wanted to do, but unfortunately, that these are the circumstances. It is, and everybody's hearts are and thoughts are obviously with Jim. And and now, I'm excited to get in there with you Monday night, Brown Steelers, a chance to exercise a lot of demons. Chris, the Browns have not won a regular season game in Pittsburgh since 2003. They're trying to go 2-0 and for the first time since 1993. I mean, some of these numbers, I said this to MJ Emerson yesterday. I told him I told him that. He, his brain almost fell out of the back of his head. Good. He was he's, he's, like, it's not his burden. Like, what do you mean? He's right. Like, what do you, he's like, we, got, right. we have got to take care of this. But what are you looking forward to? Browns, Steelers, you know, getting, getting ready for this game on Monday night. Everything. I mean, I can't <laughs> wait. You know, it's been a while since we've been a favorite. Uh, yep. Like 34 years, I believe, in that building. Um, and, I, you know, it's really weird. I've always explained this to you guys. I've said it several times. The Clevelanders are 90% scar tissue. Like, we're always yep. looking around the next corner to see what bus is about to hit us. And I don't feel that way going into Monday's game. Like, where are they significantly better than the Cleveland Browns? I don't see it. So 
So there is no reason why if the Browns play a good, clean football game, you know, it's turnovers that can mess up the whole thing, of course, uh, short fields, things of that nature. But the Browns played at such a high level on Sunday. I actually thought on both sides of the ball through that rain that I feel really confident going into Monday. And it's a weird thing sometimes, but I'm super excited about it. Yeah, it's a – Chris, when's the last time you've been over – or have you ever been over there for a for a night game? I'm sure you have at some point, no, right? No, I, I haven't been there, period. The only time I've been inside that building was for the 2006 Major League Baseball All-Star Game where there was a party before um, – before the all-star game festivities over there because I, I work every Sunday. So sure. I'm never there. I, the only, it's weird, but the only football game I usually attend during the season is, or during the postseason is the Super Bowl because I'm just in the studio uh, locked there for, you know, I mean, like last year I did have a chance to go to the Browns Ravens game, a game that was on NFL network. So occasionally I'll go do things of that nature, but I never made it to Pittsburgh. I know Nathan has already warned me about it. Uh, it's a great atmosphere. I cannot yeah. wait. Um, it's it's going to be something special. With those shiny white helmets on Monday night, I cannot oh, wait man. for that either. Yeah, I mean, I I ask because it and that. I, so I think about this from your perspective, and I mean, you you've have you've had one of the coolest jobs for, of in life, right? You're, it's an incredible run that you've had, but to be able to call a Browns game in Pittsburgh on Monday night football where the last time we were favored over there was 1989 and you won 51 to nothing. Like this is, yep. this is pretty damn cool, man. For, for little Chris Rose from Cleveland. You, I mean, I remember exactly where I was during that, uh, 51. I bet you game. do. I was, Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was Bud Carson's first game as head coach and we scored like, it felt like seven defensive touchdowns, to be honest with you. Um, and it was a great, great day. And I was like, oh, my God, what a laugher. Like, well, this thing was over after the first quarter. And, um, I, yeah, like I said, I, I, I'm so excited just to get there and feel the energy and be a part of this. And I thought last year was going to be the year where we started 2-0, and you know, for the first time since 93. I think it's only happened twice since 1980. And 89 was wow. the other year that it happened. That was the last time we won the division, and it wasn't even called the AFC North. I mean, it was the AFC Central that we were winning. So this is this is all kind of taking me back to my youth a little bit. So forgive yeah. me Monday night, on Nathan. Nathan, I, I apologize already if I start bringing up <laughs> stuff from the '80s. But hey, that's, there's a lot of nostalgia around this this matchup and the Browns and the Steelers. And you mentioned you kind of like what you, you like the way we match up with them as you were kind of going through some of your prep. Was there anything that jumped out to you where you felt like, okay, this is where the Browns have an advantage either offensively or defensively? Well, guys, we saw it during the preseason, even without miles taking a single snap, we could kind of get a feeling of what this defensive line would be about. And, you know, to add, the significant number of faces that we did. I mean, you don't think that Minnesota last night could have used Dalvin Tomlinson and Zadarius Smith when they were taken on the Eagles? Of course, they could have. But now they're ours. And that is, you know, Cincinnati's offensive line is better than Pittsburgh's. So this will be really interesting. Now, we get it. Mike Tomlin teams are tough. 
he doesn't get embarrassed very often. I know he was embarrassed last week with a 30-7 to loss. He's had, I believe, 12 games where his team has lost by 20 or more points. The next time out, they're 10-2. and two. So they know how to rebound. Yep. But, man, I just I love our defense, how fast it is, uh, how much emotion it played with last week. The secondary, that triumvirate of cornerbacks is as good as any threesome in the NFL. And I cannot wait to see it in person going full bore. Yeah, Chris, for me, it's not even it's it's not even as much about, you know, Pittsburgh and all of that. It's that I, I don't know if it's fully appreciated how dominant this team was here last Sunday. Um, I mean, yeah. that's that's the Burrow Bengals. And they they pushed in the chips in the middle of the fourth quarter. He didn't throw for 100 yards. Stevens did not catch a pass. Now, the weather was bad, but it was bad for both teams. And just the dominant nature of the defense I don't know if it's gotten quite enough attention this week, even from the since I've heard from the Cincinnati people this week, whether it's Jamar Chase or Burrow or everybody like, oh, it's just one game. We're fine. No big deal. And they probably will be. They've earned that. Yes. They've earned that sure. to be that. But also that was a dominant display. We've heard a lot about what Dallas yeah. did. We've heard a lot about what the 49ers did over in Pittsburgh, obviously. This is right there, is it not? Yeah, I think that part of the reason that, it, that the Browns did not get the national recognition that that we thought we would get and that we deserve is because Joe Burrow does not have a good record against the Browns, right? He falls to one and five now. So everybody goes, Oh, well, they just have his number, but you have to really watch the game because our defense dominated unlike it has in games past against Burrow. I mean, he still put up some gaudy numbers against us in the past. Last week was a joke. I mean, it was domination. I get it. He didn't take another, preseason snap per usual. I get it that he's still not 100% with that calf and can't get outside the pocket the way that he likes to extend plays sometimes. But, man, that's in part because of the Browns' defense. And for everybody who's concerned about why we're not getting the attention we, we deserve, we'll get it. If we win Monday night in Pittsburgh, a team that's got a 20-game home winning streak on Monday night football, you guys know the last team to beat them? It was the Giants in 1991 when our old friend Matt Barr connected on a last-second field goal to help the Giants and Jeff Hostetler win against Neil O'Donnell and, and the Steelers. Jeez, so those names, it's crazy. They're yeah, 29 oh, and the, five the all Matt time Barr at single, home. It's crazy. Yeah, the single the single ring face mask is what got sure, you. It's a beaut on the Matt Barr. Yeah, it's all face um, in that helmet. I mean, those so, names would know, mean I nothing mean, to anybody on our team. Zero. This is a this is a big deal. That's though, what's crazy. For us. This is a real big. Yeah, deal. yeah, yeah, yeah. Steelers are tough. I think, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. You mentioned with our defense, you know, offensively, it felt like we were just starting to scratch the surface in that one. Obviously, left some plays out there. This is a very tough defense led by T.J. Watt, who's a half a sack away from becoming the Steelers' all-time franchise leader in that category. They got Highsmith as well. What do you want to see out of this offense, Chris? What are you hoping to see from Deshaun Watson here on Monday Night Football, where he's been very good in primetime throughout his career? I'll be curious if we really go in between the tackles with with no Cam Hayward. I mean, he is such a pain, such a good player. And they've got some – They've got some young talent there. I mean, I was a fan of Keanu Benton, second rounder out of Wisconsin, when he was coming out. He's going to have to get a lot more snaps this week. Uh, DeMarvin Leal was always an interesting kid when he came out of Texas A&M. 
you know, he's getting more and more burn with them. But I, I think between the tackles is going to be our strength, right? Run behind our guards and our center. Stay away from those monsters on the edge. Um, and also not put our tackles in a susceptible position because T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith can be game wreckers. They j- yeah, I just mentioned to you that the, the one thing that can even out a talent disparity is forced turnovers. And T.J. Watt, we even see him, saw him do it last week. It's just the Niners had such a big lead that it didn't matter that he was getting three sacks and four yeah. fumbles and things like that. If it's a 10-7 game and he's doing it, it's a different story. So that's, you know, those two guys scare me. But other than that, I mean, Patrick Peterson's a 33-year-old corner, man. I mean, we, yeah. they should be eating it live. It should be going to be a fun one on Monday night, pal. Uh, have some fun with the call. I know that you will. It's a, it's, that's a really, really cool thing that's happening. It's, uh, it's great having you on. Thank you for, thank you for your time uh, today on this fine Friday. Always look forward to it. Nathan, I'll catch you uh, Monday night, bud. I can't wait, man. Can't wait to see you. Thanks as always, and thanks for the the help and the support. I I do always appreciate. It. I don't take that lightly. Of course, man. Take care, guys. Listen, love you. Let's go. Yeah, he's great. He's do a great job. Interim play by play announcer, NFL Network host, Clevelander Chris Rose on the call on Monday. Uh, an interesting last twenty four hours or so for a former well Gold Jacket member who is uh, at the forefront of the football world. We'll get to yes, that coming is. up next. You'll stick to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio and presented today by Avocados from Peru. Stop by the Avon Meyer location today until 3 and register to win a 2023 Ford Lightning electric truck and meet Browns legend Kevin Mack on 850 ESPN Cleveland. The Browns, Avocados from Peru, and Meyer want you to enter the ultimate football sweepstakes for your chance to win a 2023 Ford Lightning Electric pickup, a VIP tour of Cross Country Mortgage Campus, and a $1,000 Meyer gift card. Visit your local Meyer or clevelandbrowns.com slash avocados to find a winner there. Peru. Last year. Peace. This is one of the biggest sport, uh, stories in, in sports at the moment. It, um, it, yeah. Last year. The Colorado football team was the worst Power Five football team in the country. They went eleven, one and eleven. In the nation, they were yes. wildly incompetent on every level. There were eight people at their home games. They hire Deion Sanders. They sell out uh, their spring game. They spring an upset in Week One at TCU, the national runner-up from a year ago. Yep. They beat the brakes off a of former rival Nebraska in a home game. They have this week College Game Day is there. Fox Big Noon kickoff is there. Now you say, well, so what? Well, here's what's so what. To my recollection, this is the first time that Fox's Big Noon kickoff 
isn't at a game is at a game that is not on Fox. This is a they play at ten o'clock at night on ESPN against Colorado State. Yeah, this is not a Fox game. Fox Big Noon kickoff goes to wherever the Big Noon game is. So they the Big Noon game tomorrow is Penn State Illinois. So in all the other years of Fox's Big be. Noon kickoff, if they travel, they go to their game. They are not game day goes to the biggest game of the week. Yep. Fox goes to promote their entity. So they are going to Boulder to promote something that is not on their air, that in fact, not only is it not on air, it doesn't even start for another eight hours by the time they're on air. That's wild. So that gets you, gets, gets you know where they are. McAfee is there live. Pat McAfee's show is there. Stephen A. is there today. Skip. This is all Coach Prime. Well, no, but probably the guy who calls Stephen A. Skip is there. I'm mean, sure he's a, there. Yeah. Um, didn't you say The Rock was there? The Rock was on McAfee today in Boulder. In Boulder. Yes. Pat McAfee's show lineup today. At 12.05, Deion Sanders. Yeah. At 1.05, The Rock mm-hmm. on site. Saturday. At 2.10, it's happening right now, Aaron Rodgers live via FaceTime. Yeah. Well, that's that's his. It's a nice little program. Yeah, I mean, he's he had not, Saban on the other day. You had Saban, I mean, he has no Saban scores, on every but, week. You know, yeah, it's crazy. Um, so anyway, he's it's and by the way, it's a great place to be this time of year. It's gorgeous. gorgeous. You fly into Denver, you drive up to Boulder, no losers, nobody loses. So except for Jay Norvell. Now we do an, we're doing an NFL show here. I don't expect anyone in the audience outside of someone who went to Colorado State to know who Jay Norvell is. You probably don't. He's the head coach at Colorado State. He is a. Uh, Has he been there for a long time? No, he's in his second season. He played at Iowa in the mid-'80s, had a cup of coffee in the NFL, was a safety at Iowa, all Big Ten safety at Iowa. Um, he's been at Colorado State. This is his second year. Last year, I think he went 3-9, and nine, Okay, and he's 0-1 on the season this year. So okay, he's so not 3-10. and 10. Not crushing it. So okay. he has his coach's show. Is This was Wednesday was his coach's show. Yep. So he has a coach's show. And on the coach's show, he says kind of he's like at a restaurant, which, by the way, as a quick aside, I don't know if you saw the video of Nick Saban taking a phone call at his coach's show. The idea that Nick Saban, who makes $11 million a year and is the most powerful man in the state of Alabama, the idea that he goes to a restaurant and sits down with a crowd of people who are just sitting there eating in front of him and then takes calls from people. And he took a call yesterday from a guy named Pee Wee and he says, Pee Wee, I was looking forward to your phone call. And he had, he's so used – Pee Wee gets to talk to him every week. He's so used to it that he answers Pee Wee's question before Pee Wee can ask it. Pee Wee has access to Nick Saban. Can you imagine in Boston if Belichick sat at a restaurant and allowed Pee Wee's to call in and yeah. ask him questions about what happened in the game? Yeah, closest, but that's college football. Closest we've ever been to that is when – Freddie Kitchens joined us at the Grindstone. It's unbelievable. Only first and only time One and coach only, but it was fun. on site. For that a was fun. It was amazing. It was very, very it was great. Fond um, memories. Yes. The so, hammer. These coaches shows are part of it. Norvell's on his coaches show, and he goes, um, "I was I take off my hat and glasses when I talk to adults because that's how my mom taught right, me." Yeah. That's how I was raised. And then all of a sudden, then of course, the internet goes nuts. They're like, actually, coach, here's a thousand pictures of you with your visor on. So, does a visor not a hat? So, everything that is happening at Colorado this year is on camera. Everything. Okay. 
This was Deion Sanders yesterday at the end of practice in Boulder. Beautiful day, ain't it? Yes, sir. I'm out of my own business watching some film, trying to get ready, trying to get out here and be the best coach I could be. And I look up and I read some bull junk that Dan said about us. Talk to us. Once again. Uh, talk to us. Why would you want to talk about us when we don't talk about nobody? All we do is go out here, work our butts off, and do our job on Saturday. Yes, but when they give us ammunition, they done messed around and made it what? It was just going to be a good game. They done messed around and made it. Personal. It was going to be a great test, a battle of Colorado, but they a mess around and made it personal. I mean, <laughs> so the idea that he's got somebody ready to say, talk to us. Uh, the idea that he know that when he breaks, they're ready with personal. personal. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. So this morning, they take it a step further. They have a team meeting this morning in, Bay- at, in Boulder. And again, everything's on camera. So they're in this team meeting and... Prime has his equipment people show up with what? Sunglasses. For everybody. For the whole Gold team. sunglasses. Gold sunglasses for the whole team, which now, by the way, is not an NCAA violation. Used to be. Not anymore. So that's that's what he's done. It's unbelievable. I love it. I love it. When's their biggest? And then the or- oh, guy in Oregon's already started to talk a little trash, I'm right? I'm glad you brought this up. Yeah. That video is from six months ago. What? It's being repurposed today on the internet as if it happened this week. They play Oregon next week. Yeah. Okay. Dan Lanning. This it's it's I haven't been able to suss this out to the point where I know exactly when it's from, but it's definitely from last spring. It's pre Dion. I don't know if it was pre Dion or immediately, post, but post. before anybody realized what, what he was. was up to. And Lanning is asked because Colorado was constantly flirting with about leaving the Pac twelve. And his point of reference is that. And so he's like, what if they want? I don't care. They can go wherever they want to go. They've never done anything in the Pac-12. They don't have anything in the Pac-12. They can go wherever they want to go. Yeah. But it's being presented today on social as if it was something that was asked of him this week. This week. week. That's what I thought. Right. You're a smart guy. But So imagine people who aren't as smart as you being duped all week long going – this guy's talking smack on a – he doesn't even play Colorado Well, this the way week. that the video was presented to me, and I don't even remember where I saw it on my timeline, but it was presented as video, and then they play, they go to Oregon next week, right? Yeah, yeah. They're at Oregon Colorado's next week. Colorado's at Oregon next week. Yeah. yeah. Like, basically, like, this guy done messed up. Yeah, but don't, it has not, they don't have any – now, that won't stop Dion Of course not. From using it. Last yeah. week against Nebraska, Shadur Sanders' kid thought – like, found some sort of slight – that um, Matt Rule had made against Dion, there, there's no evidence of it anywhere that it ever Doesn't took matter. place. Michael fact, Jordan had plenty. They of took made a timeout. Nebraska, Colorado took a timeout at the end of the game because the students were going to storm the field last week. Colorado took a timeout. Prime is they had to amputate two toes off of his yes. foot, so he it's hard for him to get around. He didn't want to get bombed by people. So they took a timeout so he could get off to the side of the field before everybody ran on. Matt Rule ran over and hugged him just so it would be easier so that he wouldn't have to walk across. Yeah. Um, and yet didn't stop Shadur from thinking it was personal. Personal. So they'll like sell it. they'll sell this as if right. this was something that happened this are week, you, but it didn't. Are you using this with Bootsy? Is this going to be part of your practice with Bootsy? Did Say that the other, team, the other team said or something right, and then, yeah, he's going like, to us. He's gonna be like, talk to us. Talk to us. Talk to us, and then yeah. you're going to go through it, and then when you pause, he's going to be like, personal. personal. Like, you're yeah. going to make up something about, you know, the little I need to the tr- team. I, maybe I will try to do that. Two towns over. Yeah. They yeah. said, this is what they said about us. This is what they said, and they made it personal. personal. On every level. <laughs> On every level. <laughs> the, um, 
I am going to do. I've I've also started doing the. I I am power ranking the children now. I like my it. favorites yep. one two three like Coach Prime. So there's a there's a whiteboard. It's and I, at, in the house. Yeah. What are it's the current? It's a whiteboard and they're. Well, I don't. I know is it. anyone in the car. If it's on a whiteboard, isn't it out there for them to no, see? No, they'll see it when they get home. They'll see where their rankings are when they get home. All right, hold on, hold on. Let me. Can I? Yep, that's your one seed. But I think what you're going to do for the sake of your own sanity is go like that. Because if you throw him three, it could unleash a – that, that juice might not be worth the squeeze for you. Well, because you want me to be three? You want to see three? <laughs> you want to see what that's all you wanna about? You want to see last? Actually, he, he might go straight to tears if he was three. That's why that I don't think you can straight, do it. Yeah. And then you're going to – what you're going to do is you're going to pull – the true two away yeah say listen you're actually not three yeah you're You're, two but you're the you're distant you're the eldest so you're you're fine distant two distant yeah that's where you are at this point um take a a look at this kid over here see how easy he is look at this do that nothing you see that we just do more of this more of that it scores kids (laughs) oh gosh hold on i i feel like i need to be wearing like a flame retardant suit oh baby are you Oh, so mama. hot. Oh, mama. Like Hansel, get a hot so tub. hot right now. Uh, so <laughs> the score is coming your way next. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio and presented today by Avocados from Peru. Stop by the Avon Meyer location today until 3 and register to win a 2023 Ford Lightning electric truck and meet Browns legend Kevin Mack on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Uh, does your furry friend have what it takes to beat out the competition and enter the dog race sweepstakes presented by Milkbone? A chance to have your pup compete at the halftime dog races. Visit clevelandbrowns.com slash contest to enter and check out more from Milkbone at your local grocery or pet supply store. I feel like Asa has got some talent. She could be fast, and especially if I was standing at the other end with food, we'd be good, but I'd have to, I, I'm otherwise disposed of the game, so she's not going like to get a chance to run. I feel like her stride would be a problem against, say, Buddy Garrity. Yeah, she's got to. It's got to be. There's got to be size. There's got to be weight divisions, size yeah. divisions, yeah, yeah. leg. Which has not divisions. been the case in the past. They just well, let them go. Hello, Gibbon. Well, no, it's been a lot of hi. wiener dogs only. Yeah, it's usually been the wiener, wiener dogs, dogs only. Yeah. yeah, they've been wiener dogs. Like, this is a first. Yeah. So now we're opening it up. Yeah. Feels like it. Sounds Jeez. Like it. Are you okay over there? You feel like you're me. Feel like you're it. like me from a week ago. Yeah, I you, think it's just my allergies. I don't hey, know about that. Sleeping with the windows open at 45 degrees last night. Probably not the greatest decision. Oh, that's the made. that's the best way to live, right there. You gotta love. That. I would nice think. Way to get rest, cold. But today, my body, to, yeah, my head's like, hey, dummy. Probably not the greatest decision. He's thirsty. He's thirsty, dummy. dummy. <laughs> hey, what are you gonna do with four hundred forty cases of Coors? He's thirsty, dummy. All right, before we get going, folks, yeah. what I'd like to know is, would you have been pleased if last week, you know? We went nine and seven, and the answer would be yes. And yeah, that's what winners, I did. winners, 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 chicken dinner. Pleased. Yeah, but what would you be elated slash indebted, really? Hopefully, yeah, to the great Bo Bishop. Oh baby, who went fourteen and two? Oh gosh, fourteen and two. The lone blemishes on your record, the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, how did we both do that? 
Look at this. And, and even on Indy, I even switched it. It was a late switch. Yeah. I was going. It's a late switch. Mm-mm-mm. That's it. That's Those it. are the two. That and the, and the Steelers. And that's it. Other than that, perfect on every level. <laughs> every level. Unbelievable. I never, we've never, I've never got off to a start like this. Usually we You're start 12 games well. over 500. I'm yeah, two over 500. It's, it's, it's all gravy, and we're already 1-0 on the, on the week. So Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. We're, so really you're 13 games over 500. I'm yeah. three. As we start. We normally finish around like 40-ish. You're... You're on your way to something unprecedented. It's going to even out. I mean, you're going you're gonna to get a you're no going to get a six and ten this week or something no, like that. No, I think the pattern is hot, only dude. stay hot. Arrows yeah. pointing up. Yep. You may believe. He's a I believer. Do. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Rodgers on the chances <laughs> of a return on the Pat McAfee show about ten minutes ago. Give me your doubts and then watch what I do. I like it. I yeah. Like it. I like it. I'm sure that I'll remind all, you all that of you're the closer to my age. Yeah, all the best are. intent. But again, um, he's a man. He's forty. There's going to be some science be. involved. Exactly. Yeah. So, I whatever he can do to play, I believe that he will. That's right. Time for the scores. Then we'll do this all again next time. Week we two will. in the National Football League, and we'll kick things off. The Bengals opening their home portion of the 2023 season. They welcome in the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens. At Bengals, Bishop, the floor yours. Well, it, it's really interesting to me as I was looking at the uh, the power rankings and such of, of everything this week, and people continue to have Baltimore like way up there. And I, they were a side screen for me. They were they, you, they would pop in on the red zone and stuff. And you go back and look at what they did. They really didn't run it very well. They really didn't throw it very well. They kind of only have Zay Flowers. Gus Edwards will help. I will say this literally 20 seconds ago from Rap Sheet, tight end Mark Andrews quad, a full participant today, an indication that while he's still questionable, the plan is for him to play on Sunday. Yeah, but they're without two of their starting offensive linemen. They're without Jake, and including Ronnie Stanley. Yeah. They're without Dobbins, and they're without Marcus Williams, who's their best back end. Pretty defender. good. And, and yeah. T. Higgins Humphreys didn't catch a ball out. last week because he played against our secondary. secondary. Bengals, 90. Baltimore, 2. Slump Town, USA, Slump population. Town. Well, who would be living in Slump Town? The Slumpy or the Slumper? I know. Probably the Slumper. The person who was slumped. No, the person, person being who, slumped. Yes. Population, yeah. Ravens. Yeah. Bengals by a billion. Huge. Huge. Up next, candidate for the inmate game of the week, the Chicago Bears visiting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Baker Mayfield v. Justin Fields, Nathan Zagura. I like. I have no interest in taking the Bears in any capacity until they they've got to like earn it back. Baker's talking. He's chesty. He's, he's front running. Chesty. They're loving it down yep. there. They're buying in in Tampa Bay. I, I think the Bengals. This could be a twelve-zero type of a game. Bucks big. Yeah, they're, they're, Chicago's got huge problems. Um, what they're what they Justin Fields was not great, and that's putting it pretty mildly. That was very kind. But but also the play calling was atrocious. They Awful. have a wide receiver who doesn't try, who may be inactive. Um, Bucks big, huge. Go bake six. Let's go right again. To the NFC we go, and, and uh, a game that bears watching here in the early going. The Green Bay Packers surprise win, maybe. Maybe people thought they were going to. Uh, an impressive win, nonetheless, against the Bears, taking on a 1-0 and 
Atlanta Falcons team. Careful here on the number. Atlanta hosting Green Bay. Bo. Yeah, I, I just think it's a matter of I think Green Bay is actually a pretty good team. And I yep. don't know if Atlanta can actually throw the ball. Green Bay's got a lot of talent. Sounds like Watson's going to play this week. I got Green Bay by a field goal in this one, 24-21. Zagora. I like Jesse Bates, obviously. Big signing for Atlanta. A couple picks last week. I like Bijan. I like Algier. I just think it's it's hard for me to buy in against. I think Atlanta against equal or inferior competition will I like dominate. Yep. I think Atlanta against teams that I think are better, they're going to struggle. I think the Packers are better. Packers, 24. Falcons, 12. Next. 12 is my number. That's what I give the losing team, 12. I like that. 12 <laughs> my number. 12. Today you're getting 12. 12. <laughs> you don't want to be getting 12. No, 12 is not good. Someone's got to win. Maybe they'll tie. Indianapolis, Houston in the AFC South, another candidate for the inmate game of the week. There are a few this week. This one's actually choices. fun to watch, though. A couple of rookie of, QBs. Yeah, a couple of rookie QBs. Yeah. I'll I, ask you around 4 o'clock if it was I like Richardson. Mm-hmm. He's good to go, I'm assuming. So it seems like it, yeah. Yes. I, I like I like Indy's whole – I think Indy was closer to being ready – the overall roster better than the overall roster of Houston. I like their quarterback as well. I like the the Colts here to get the job done. 12 to 12. <laughs> it's, it's rare that you can do that and it actually works. It works. In this instance, you can. Yeah, um, right. yeah I got it. Uh, I got it. Just going gut. Houston at home, a little bit of little bit of motivation. I already put it in. I knew I'll go Houston 14-12. CJ Stroud. 14-12. Yeah. CJ Stroud um, is quarterbacking the Colts. You're taking the Colts. Maybe. Sometimes. By the way, speaking of Buckeyes, yeah. happy birthday, S, today. Oh! S, the great S. The great S. What's yeah. he doing for his birthday? 48. Any big, any Probably big... thinking about the Buckeyes. Going to the game tomorrow against Western no Kentucky. Literary. No literer. Real barn down in Working Columbus tomorrow. Is he in rehabilitation for that? I think he's already been through a program. He's been through a program? Yeah. <laughs> Who but... wins bigger tomorrow? Ohio State over WKU. Yeah. Or Michigan over my alma mater. Michigan. Michigan. Western, Western Kentucky is going to be a full day. They can spin it. They'll throw it Whoa, 50 times. That. They have a quarterback. They can, they can throw it. Yeah, they got, the, that's uh, where Bailey Zappi played. They can, they can spin it around. The kid against uh, USF in week one threw it 50 times. Are they the Hilltoppers? They are the Hilltoppers. Yeah, that's a, good, that's a solid logo. So good the reason for that program. is they were, they, the campus is situated on top <laughs> of a me. hill. That, and the idea snotty. was the reason it was put there is so that you could see the south coming. It was a, a base for the north, so you could see the south coming. So that's why they're the Hilltoppers. Like it. Up next, Great. not a candidate for the inmate game of the week. Quite the opposite. Kansas City gets Travis Kelsey back and Chris Jones back. The Chiefs. And Jason confirms. Did you see night. Travis, what he did running out on the field today, sir? Shaking Hysterical. it off, if you will? No, he did not. Hysterical. <laughs> I love that guy. I love him so much. He's so fun. Chiefs by a billion. Oh, they're in Jacksonville. Don't care. Come on. Don't care. Chiefs. One of the armpits of America, Jacksonville, Florida. The Chiefs will win this game. Oh, you're not going to do it, are you? They will win this game. Uh-oh. Then all of a sudden. Uh-oh. Is that... Mitch Kramer? No! Oh, it's no. Trevor Lawrence and Calvin Ridley. And they're going to connect for a touchdown late. And you're going to have a final score. Chiefs feeling good about themselves. 31. 
Jacks. Go for two and the win at home. Miss it. 31-30. Chiefs. Boy, that'll be a great game if that happens. Uh, How great would that be? Go for the two at home. Would be great. Is that a one o'clock? Feels like it's got to be because you have it so early in the slate here. Uh, Up next, the Buffalo Bills. Fresh off that nice little Monday night loss. I don't know how, but still, they end up losing to the Jets. Buffalo opens the home slate of their schedule against a Las Vegas Raiders team that looks like they will not have Jacoby Myers, who is still in concussion uh, protocol, doubtful to play this week. By the way, how about the fact that they, they being the Patriots, opted not to sign him, and I realize in the concussion protocol, but had two touchdowns last week, if I'm yeah. not mistaken, yeah. Yeah. for Juju nice Smith-Schuster, and now you're getting these reports. People in New England don't even consider Juju Smith-Schuster to be one of their top five receivers. Right. Like, how do you make that? They signed the, basically the same contract, three years, $33 million. Yep. How do Correct. you make that mistake? I don't. Bill the GM, not great. Not great. Not great. Zagura, lead us. <sighs> this one, by the way, has shrunk by a full point in 24 yeah. hours. If the Bills are who they're supposed to be, mm-hmm. this is a layup, a slam dunk. And this is what this game would scare me uh, if I had to take my actual, if I was allowed. If you were allowed. To take my actual dollars there. It feels like it could easily be a slumping. It also feels like this could be the complete unraveling of the Bills. I feel like Stephon Diggs is a powder keg. Mm-hmm. Allen's turning it over. I think the Bills will ultimately get it done, but I think it's going to be close. Then Slumptown. Buffalo, 24. Raiders, 20. I got the Raiders huge in this one. Raiders, 23. Bills, 27. Same. Interesting. Same season. All right. Next up in the AFC, two teams that lost by a combined three points in week one. In the I National can't quit them. I won't. The I won't Tennessee quit Titans. Can't do it. Playing host to the Los Angeles Chargers. There is nothing in this one that makes you say that you should not. This is one of those ones where you're like, what? Like, why is this not bigger? To me, I don't understand it. Like, they will toe-to-toe with the Dolphins. Right. It's a last team with the ball situation. And and yet, they play one of these. Like, Tennessee was wildly incompetent. Like, everything in my being is saying Tennessee will play well. But I just can't believe it. I don't want to do it. I can't. No fun. Chargers, 35. Titans, 20. Safe. Next. To the NFC we go. One team that met expectations and then some in the Detroit Lions after a – I mean, I feel like they played weeks ago. They did. I mean, they've had a nice little 10 days off since that big win in Kansas City. Detroit opens the home slate against an 0-1 Seattle team fresh off of getting pummeled by the Los Angeles Rams. So, Seattle's not that bad. Now, they lost both tackles. They signed Jason Peters. I just think that DK, Lockett, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Kenneth Walker, Zach Charbonnet, In 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 a dome, good environment. Do they get the win? I don't know. Who's to say? Not me. But do they get close? Oh, baby. I believe that they do. I think it's going to be a fun one. I'm talking 35 for Detroit Motor City. And then the Seahawk waves going to roll, going to roll to 33. Same. Well, either you're going <laughs> to 
go down off of your nice big cushion <laughs> and still be in a good spot, or I'm going to go down and be in a horrible spot, or we're just are we a lot? We're picking a lot of the same, are we? So far, the only difference we have is Houston Indy. Oh my gosh, we had to have it come same. down to some you quality. Indy, you had a yeah. difference last week with the Indy. Thing. Yep. Oh no, you both had that. Yeah, you both had that. All right, to the late slate of games. Oh, we got to go. Oh yes. Yeah. Uh, it's like the coaches show last week. Rough, rough game here. <laughs> Actually, you got it all in. It was fine. <laughs> you just had long interviews. This is your life. Arizona playing host to the New York Uno's football trying Giants. to talk to us, and he doesn't have his mic on. It's fine. Uno. We got to go, Uno. Giants, 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 Giants. Same, same, same. Onward we go to the NFC West. Los Angeles, the Rams 1-0, the 49ers 1-0. 49ers, kind of a big number here. Yeah, I think that uh, the Niners are as good as it gets, and they just slump people. But I think the Rams, 35 for the Niners, 28 Nate, for the Rams. How dare you doubt us? We won. What do you mean? I picked oh, the win, you're man. the son I wish I had. Niners by a billion. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. It is good. Uh, first game without the incomparable Aaron Rodgers. For the no, New York what's the number Jets. that would make you take the Jets? Jets at the Big D, Dallas. You're not doing it, are you? Fifteen. Okay, that's where I was at. Dallas billion. Like who in the world though? Don't do it. Don't to yourself. you think you did that this last is going to be? He's talking one, himself. Into it. You he did that wants last to week. Talk himself. Believe what is on the paper. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. What it's percentage Zach of dollars Wilson. do you think the percentage that are being put on the Jets right now? Isn't it zero? Yeah, at this probably. Number? But what was the one you did that with last week? It was Chicago. You did it with Chicago last week. And I'm like, yeah, no, one sucks. That was the one-point game. I understand. This but, like, nine. some teams just suck. This could be a take the foot off the gas back. To, I'm calling Zach Wilson oh, to Garrett no. Wilson. It's the Wilson bros. Mm, bop, bop, bop. Wait, that's not it. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> Because they're going to get inside 35-28. Oh, boy. We got to go. Washington at Denver. Oh, God. Here's what I caught the rails. Uh, Chase Young's actually yeah. Washington closer. Closer. Washington. Denver close. Washington closer. Broncos country. Let's, Let's ride. ride. To slump it's town. all going to get out. Let's of go. No, out. they're doing it. They're Miami, doing it. New England. Who We're do you just got? Sunday night Apple football in, in Pittsburgh. Can't My, wait I'm to a watch. Big, I'm a believer in the Dolphins. Dolphins. Huge. Same. All right. There you go. So much more to come. You listen to Cleveland Runs Daily on 850 ESPN. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by Ballybet, now live in Ohio and presented today by Avocados from Peru. Stop by the Avon Meyer location today until 3 and register to win a 2023 Ford Lightning electric truck and meet Browns legend Kevin Mack on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Fun game down in Columbus tomorrow. They play at 4 o'clock um, in a game you can listen to right here on KNR. 4 o'clock against Western Kentucky. Kentucky. Uh, they're going to spin it. Western Kentucky is going to throw it a little bit, so that'll be a fun game. Good test for the Buckeyes secondary. They are at Notre Dame next week. I think they do fine, but it's the it's like 30. That's it, too much. Too much. Too much. Too much. Uh, Monday's going to be fun. Monday's going to be fun. Monday we have another show to do. Before this game. I know it. I like the rhythm of building to a Friday. Yes. And then I like that. And then then we get the game and then starting a new on Monday. So anytime we have Monday night football, it kind of throws me for a loop a little bit. Agreed. That it's there. So we've got Joe Hayden, Anthony Walker, keys to victory, complete preview 
of Monday Night Football. Um, oh, baby. For your viewing interest, Bengals Ravens is pretty good at one. Oh man, I'm gonna be. You want to see see that what one. what that's all about? I'm just pumped. I got this. I'm gonna do my four box. I'm ready to go, baby. Oh, Not a whole is, lot of Sundays. This is your get to just no, be just, a, just soak it in. Just be a man sitting just on his out couch. there living it. Yeah, that's right. Can't wait. Uh, enjoy your football weekend, everybody. We're back Monday to get you set for the Browns. And Steelers, the next level. Coming up next, thanks for listening, everybody. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and 850 ESPN Cleveland. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, Owen oh, Two Door Cinema Club.